Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, podcasting, podcasting from Sydney, Australia. This is the Prime Podcast. Independent, unfiltered, and uncensored. Beginning in three, two, one. Mason, thanks for being here, man. I appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Mate, sorry I'm a little bit late. I um, tend not to do podcasts at anywhere before 10 a.m., man, because you know what? Every day without fail between 8.30 and 9.30, that coffee makes an escape. I actually, yeah, had one of those moments as well when I was like, I was sitting here and then got like to seven, seven past the time we talked about. And as I said, I was like, oh, cool, get some emails done because I'm notoriously good at taking a sabbatical from my emails. And I was like, I'm very grateful for this time. And I ran to the toilet and I got back just in time, seemingly on time in your eyes, like a perfect guest. So it, it's all it's all worked out, man. Oh man, I'm, I don't think I've done one of these on time. I'm always, I'm always between 10 and probably 10 minutes, 30 minutes late, man. So, but we've got it done, which is the main thing. So man, look, I've been interested to have a chat to you regarding a few things. So I watched a documentary a while ago, uh, fantastic fun guy on Netflix. And um, yeah, the man, Stamets, the man. Yeah, man. So, I, you know what? I looked at that a little bit more and, mate, I was blown away, to be honest, with what I was seeing in that and just what they can do for you and the different types of mushrooms. And I was extremely naive and just uneducated, uneducated uh, in what they can do for you. So um, I come across your page. I'm not sure, sure how, but, mate, I've seen you had your own podcast. I listened to a bit of that, man. I was keen to get you on here and have a chat. So, mate, what exactly are you doing? So you run a business, Super Feast. Yeah, run super feast. Um, kind of got into medicinal mushrooms. So these are, you know, straight off the bat, we can tell everyone, you know, it's getting pretty trendy now, the mushies, thankfully. It wasn't like back in the day when I started, when I'd tell people to put reishi mushroom in their hot chocolate, they'd throw up in their mouths a little bit and run away from me. It's like really, you know, we're on now. So I know a lot of people will understand them, but just for those that are new to the conversation, you know, if you look at like a kind of like you know, the, the world of fungi is um, is huge. It's like plants. People just say, mush, you know, mushrooms and think of like portobellos or button mushrooms. But, you know, it's the same with the plant. If, you, if you've mentioned plants to people, they, you know, they know all the animal kingdom, you know, there's such a wide array, huge. Um, and it's the same with fungi. But, you know, if you break it down, we're not talking about those mushies that come from the soil. Um, we're not talking about psychedelic mushrooms, although that's a fun conversation as well. We're, we're talking about the, med- the medicinal mushrooms, these are generally the ones that are um, where the fruiting body um, grows out of wood, um, sometimes insects in the, in the instance of um, cordyceps. And the medicinal mushrooms are the ones that if you go back into the traditional healing herbal systems um, over thousands of years, generally these are the ones that they've, um, say in, in Chinese Taoist um, herbalism, they were using herbalism as, a, as like what, what's called a superior herb. And these are the herbs that, yes, they can be used clinically. Um, to lots of, you know, like, you know, lots of mushrooms, shaga, reishi, lion's mane, cordyceps, maitake, shiitake. There's going to be, they're going to be in formulas to treat symptomology. They're also going to be used individually and, in, um, you know, especially in really folk kind of shamanic me- um, medicine circles, they're going to be used individually to treat um, symptoms and disease. But on the other side of it, they're also weaved into the lifestyle and the diet to get ahead of illness and to get ahead. And they're known as the great protectors. Um, they, that's what the, they, they, in um, these, these mushrooms, um, so many different types, some of them are symbiotic to the, you know, and they grow in living trees. Others are parasitic within living trees. Others break down dead wood. 
Um, others like cordyceps, as I said, are you know are growing off, um, growing through um, from insects, and they are once you kind of start taking the the cap off the information and the potential that these mushrooms have, which is happening now. There's this renaissance and this everyone's getting nostalgic reading about mushrooms because you're real. We're realizing how symbiotic they've been for the evolution of our system, um, our immune system, as we relate to it. We've grown having you know, eating mushrooms, having mushrooms try and break us down and, you know, um, decompose us while we're alive. We've had to literally develop, you know, along with our, you know, our ancestors, the bacteria and viruses and the fungi are there trying to break us down. And so they've sent, they've, and, you know, in large part, like viruses and bacteria, they've made us who we are. And they are our ancestors. We owe a lot to them. And our immune system works in very specific ways because we've had fungi um, in our diet and trying to break us down in our system. And we'll get a little bit more into that, but the medicinal mushrooms are like, they're kind of like the noble representatives of this fun, um, fungal kingdom. And, and people are starting to take them. And especially when people start taking high quality mushrooms that are either wild grown, they're growing on wood. You know, there's a lot of like, you know, I love you, you mentioned fantastic fungi and it's like such a beautiful movie and like um, a documentary um, Paul Stamets is just an absolute legend. He's incredible. He's inspired me. His books are wonderful. But, you know, you look at his products, it's just like, yeah, you know, like they're growing on grain, growing on rice, you're growing in labs, you're growing in synthetic environments. And so people get onto the mushrooms and it's like, it's, yeah, it's okay. It's pretty good. But when you start going, when what really excited me 12 years ago, when I started getting into mushrooms, I was doing my last year of uni in the back of the, you know, of the hall, not listening at all just, you know, like wanting to take control of my health at that time. I was really salty at the institution of <laughs> the university um, at that time. And so I was like, all right, screw you. I'm going to pass, but I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I make use of this last year um, and study something relevant um, rather than the, the bachelor of commerce that they made me pivot into. And so I was really taking a deep dive into my health after traveling in South America for a year and just having a few moments where I started getting in touch with my body and wanted to make sure that I was pivoting the direction I was going in, not just continue to, you know, fall down the lethargic and immune compromised, you know, road that I've chosen and just cross my fingers. I hope I don't become one of those statistics. Um, and so when I was looking at herbalism, a lot of it, you know, Western herbalism, I love it modern traditional Chinese medicine herbalism. I really love it. I'm such a fan, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to approach this clinically. I didn't want to, I wasn't concerned about my symptoms. I was concerned about my potential and I was concerned, you know, like, like food, my diet, I didn't like relating to my diet as like the thing that was healing me because I can't heal for the next, like, you know, from that point, like the next 70, 80, 90 years of my life, it's, it's boring. And it be, you know, it keeps me in being like a patient, you know, which is a huge piece that is going to hopefully come up and you can in, in this conversation more and more, if you continue to relate to all the, you know, all the supplementation and the diets and the fasting in terms of like symptomology and trying to heal yourself, you do keep yourself um, in that sometimes relevant um, area of you know, being a patient, you know, looking up to, to an authority or looking to a, to a herb to make you better to make you stop being sick. And it keeps you really like excessively. That's what a lot of people excessively just that's where how you become institutionalized because you don't actually step out of that, that systemized reductionist world that's needed when you're treating high, you know, like you're treating disease and you step actually into the lifestyle where that, you know, that opens up 
into you know more of a you know taking you know developing a health culture within your life having a bit of health sovereignty in your life not that you're against the institutions of health whether they're really you know mechanical ones or whether it's just like chinese medicine is an institution or a folky style of you know you know um of medicine you step into your own world and opens up and you start you know realizing you're a part of nature and you just try and continuously bring harmony to yourself and looking to you know make sure that you're getting the greatest you can out of your body you're looking to potentiate and so that's a huge mindset change and to be able to also shift between those two places realize when maybe something's you know the symptoms are getting away from you a little bit you can't use folky medicine and lifestyle to treat something sometimes cool acknowledge that you're out of your depth move into the act towards the experts then but my god remember that a good practitioner or a good system is going to give you a kick like in a kick up the ass and say, go and take bloody responsibility for yourself, go learn and realize that the, the way that we do medicine isn't, you know, isn't the way that you become healthy in real life. Anyway, I'll just put that out there. So it, that's where I was. I was going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go all over the place. I hope you don't mind it. Oh, it's going to be this go big mycelium mushroom roller coaster. Sometimes everyone's just got to kick up the feet of their mind and just go on the ride with me. Eventually, I, I even if I go off on tangents, I generally do come back to the place um, which is like where I'm back now in the back of the university hall. And I'm looking at Western herbalism, all these clinical styles. And I'm like, oh, this is just boring the shit out of me. It's like, it's good for this symptom. It's good for this you know, little reductionist Western explanation of what's going on with the body and, and, and even in Chinese medicine. But then I, then I stumbled across Taoist herbalism, medicinal mushrooms, and the terminology, we'll go into it a little bit. There all of a sudden opened up this world in the terminology where you were, you, the, what you were relating to right now within yourself and what you were trying to cultivate within yourself right now is relevant to your 80-year-old self and your 90-year-old self. There's a continuum. There's a connectivity to the way um, real tangible concepts as well, albeit slippery for the mind, which we'll, you know, which we'll, we'll explore, quite tangible. You could sink your teeth into it and you could relate to your body going, yeah, I can feel that, that energy within myself. I can, you know, and, I, and I can feel that through lifestyle and herbs, I, I cultivate that right now. And oh my gosh, I, I made a massive impact through herbalism and through the way that I'm thinking and changing my, the way that I live. I've really made a massive impact. That was me. It wasn't the herb doing it for me. It wasn't the practice doing it for me. I was the catalyst. And that catalyst is going to take me down a particular road to become a particular 80-year-old, an elder, particular 90-year-old. And you also cultivate, it's with that continuum, you, you gain a relevance for yourself in like making sure that Let's go into what I was learning about, you know, in particular, the Taoist terminology of the three treasures, right? So the whole point of Taoist herbalism um, at the, you know, there's many points, but, you know, the one that makes it really simple and just be like, look, a, a tonic herb or is, is something that's going to help you cultivate the treasures of the body. And there are three major treasures. Everything around us has these treasures, but our body, you know, let's just re relate to our body. And those are Jing chi and shen and by cultivating the treasures you are cultivating life when you cultivate life you are someone that has uh, a body that isn't going to deteriorate and isn't going to um, degenerate early isn't going to age prematurely what's the point of that well the point of these treasures being being intact is that as you get towards you've had the capacity you've had the energy to overcome the different initiations necessarily necessary in life 
You've been able to deal with your bullshit. You've been able to deal with like simple little health things that you really can take, you know, you can, um, you can take care of yourself so that especially when you get older, you're not excessively reliant just because, you know, on, on a system or your family, because you've just been negligent. You've actually been able to deal and handle all these, you know, opportunities and challenges that come up for yourself emotionally. And you've been able to integrate parts of yourself. And it's a huge part of being healthy so that you're not an asshole when you get older. And it's a real, it's a huge thing and not no judgment because everyone's on their own little path, you know, of course, but I'm just going to call a spade a spade. And I don't know how I'm going to do. I might be the biggest ass projecting asshole to my family when I get older, who knows? So we'll just see what happens. We're all just going to do the best we can. But you think about the impact that it has on your family members and you and your life. And it's very hard to do this. If you can deal with your shit to the extent where you are just a pleasure, you are someone that's integrated their wisdom. And let's go further into the treasures and see how this is like actually possible and how to do this. So you'd remember a big point of this is just not to become an asshole, to become someone at the, at the elderly age that's integrated all the wisdom of being alive, but hasn't fought, fallen into dogmatic thought, cult-like thought, us versus them, you know, deriving an identity by kicking back against an institution. This is what we're going through right now is gold. As you know, you've seen a few of my things, I've seen your things, like it's fun kind of being inflammatory and, you know, and throwing some, you know, fuel on the fire. But it's at, at that, at some point, we need to come back and realize, you know, try and find, am I deriving my identity through kicking back against this situation? And that's a, that's a synthetic coffee-like energy versus cultivating your own energy and realizing, you know, not falling into um, us versus them, you know, and, you know, that's, it's just that, that tribal way of thinking, which, Let's go to the first treasure. This is the first way that you can start leaking your primary foundational energy of your body called your Jing. So this is the first treasure. Easiest analogy that we use to describe the treasures is like a candle. Jing's the wax of the candle, Qi's the flame, Shen's the light that comes off. And you can very quickly connect to that within yourself. And that Jing is, you know, lives in your kidneys. Your kidneys are those roots, the foundational energy, the water energy within your body. And the Jing treasure is we're not just talking about like the kidneys and relating to like the physical kidneys, but naturally Taoists, the ancient, you know, the, um, the ancient folk, um, folk philosophy of, um, of that, um, that land of the dragon, that China region, the, we're relating to a can, what, what we can feel emerge and is a reality of our body due to the connectivity of several systems in particular. So there's a slight amount, amount of like honing in on particular on um, some particular systems, especially around that kidney system and seeing what emerges. So what do we see? That Jing energy. All right, cool. We're seeing foundational strength. We're seeing bone health, marrow health. So your marrow relates to your capacity to regenerate yourself, not age prematurely. Your libido. You know, your capacity to have strong sexual vigor while not just needing to go and leak that all over everybody because having having good Jing foundational energy where you're not reliant on external um, information, external stimulants to give you what you need in order to um, self-perpetuate through the day, your Jing energy is self-cultivated. And what help makes people in the West, especially leak Jing is excess. So it's an excess of, um, no libido, no sex, an excess of sex, um, an excess of caffeine, um, an excess of exercise, an excess of lethargy. When you, you know, that's, you know, that you feel, oh gosh, so many rules. I can't do too much of this, can't do too much of that. 
that's a really boring approach and I, I definitely don't relate to it either but you're the people like I really you if you can start to tune into your capacity to cultivate your own energy jing emerges and you can start feeling your own jing not being leaked once you start perceiving it you start cultivating it and that's your ability to fall and accept who you are accept your boundaries accept what it is to be human um, you know, accept what's going on around you. And like, you know, a droplet of water through nature, you find your sustainable path to flow through the day. You, you real, you know, you get in, you, you start respecting as much as you can when the yang's rising up with the sun and when the yang's going down, it's time for you to come down into the yin. You start feeling, you know, what do I realistically have, you know, energy wise in, you know, to, to give, give to the day. If you can start doing that, if you can start watching yourself, I need coffee to get through the day, you are in a jing deficiency. What you're going to see is, you know, if we take it over to the West, sex hormones are going to be down. You're not going to have a really healthy libido. So no libido means no jing. It means you're going to have to start looking at the foundations of your lifestyle. So we're looking at sleep, you know, we're looking at hydration. And then we can, so then we, we start looking at Taoist herbalism. You start looking at jing herbs. So these Jing herbs are the ones that go and get the kidney water system flowing, right? So we get the chi moving and transforming between yin and yang, because that's what we're talking about here. When we get start decolonizing our mind, are you, are you happy with me ranting like this? Yeah, man? go Just for jump, it. Shut no, me man, up anytime. This is, the, you got to get into the decolonized mind when it comes to medicine and even um, Chinese, Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine has been colonized and westernized. There's no continuum right? You're just like, oh, I want energy. Give me that thing that's going to give me energy. Like it's a fucking, you know, end point. And then you can just like, you know, it's like with your gardening. Oh, give me that thing. I, so I can get the appropriate amount. Like I, I want, I want carrots. Okay, cool. I've got carrots. Do I ever have to do anything again? Yeah. The, the whole year you're doing something. You're never, you never get to stop. You never get to stop when it comes to gardening. It's the same with the body. So you get those herbs in, you get these, um, you get these Jing herbs in, what they're helping to do is ensure that the energies within your body are transforming successfully between yin and yang. And so it turns out when we start tuning into this, that our capacity to be healthy isn't about finding some stagnant balance or health, finding the formula and then sticking with it. It's our capacity to transform from one phase to another consistently. And so our adaptability is one way that we like it. Our, you know, our ability to harmonize with what's going on around us within nature. That's, a, that's a, the first thing we learn. We, we learn that it's not just about chi deficiencies. It's not just about having an excess of chi or a chi blockage. It's about the fact, you know, if you go back into classical Chinese medicine, which is based on the classics, it's based in nature. It's got shamanic roots. There's a term called chi hua. And you go and see most acupuncturists. And I'm, you know, I love, I'm a, such a fan of, of acupuncture, but I'm not an acupuncturist. I advocate for the, you know, for patients being able to find the, the acupuncturists who are doing it right. And they've, they've decolonized and they haven't fallen for the, you know, the new Maoist communist um, uh, traditional Chinese medicine that was um, produced in the 50s, right? Yeah. You go back and you realize, oh, okay, it's not that there's just some stagnant thing in my body that I need, that I need fixed. I need to look at this chihua, and that's the ability for yin to transform over to yang, and yang to transform over to yin. And so what I started when I was reading, there's lots of practices. And of course, there's many practices which we can go into. I will try and bring it back to the herbs and the mushrooms as well. 
Taoism identified that there were these herbs um, for thousands of years, you know, they've been used 5,000 at least, you know, somewhat documented and then properly documented um, just over 2,000 years ago in the first herbal materia medica by Shen Nong, the divine farmer, um, the Shen Nong Ben Sao Jing is, is, the, is the text. And they see there's three categories of herbs, the lower herbs, the middle herbs, and the upper herbs, the superior herbs. And these are the herbs that could be weaved into the lifestyle, could be weaved into that intention to remain in harmony within yourself so that you had the capacity to keep on transforming between yin and yang and transforming within yourself without pushing, effortless effort. These are the herbs, it's why we do exercise, it's why we stay hydrated, it's why we do qigong, it's why we do yoga, it's why we lift weights, it's why we take these herbs, it's why we continually gently have an analysis of ourselves to realize if we're becoming real stubborn assholes, because what happens is we do create a blockage, and then we can't allow that, you know, that the season within us to change and transform and become something new, become more convicted and being ourselves. You need that. You need that foundational capacity as you move through life. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck. And you get stuck, you become stubborn, you become unmovable. It's not nice to be around. And I think about this a lot. People really need to think about what you're going to be like as an 80-year-old. Are you going to be rad? Or are you going to be like, you have to listen to me because I'm a, like, I've just gotten used to being an adult now. And I, you know, I don't have the energy to get be empathetic and look into the eyes of my grandchildren. I just deserve to be listened to because I'm an elder. It's like, it's like, I hear that a lot, you know, like when you have conversations with, you know, elderly relatives, you know, 60, 70, 80 year old, you try and show them something from, you know, your point of view that may contradict what they believe. They, you know, often they'll say, I've been around a lot longer than you have. I've heard a lot more. I've seen a lot more, but what that doesn't necessarily mean they've been told and they've been seeing the right things, right? So that's what I'd like to, um, you know, it's it's very important that uh, this applies to all of us, even now, is to keep an open mind always. And if someone would have told me three or four years ago that I'd be interested in mushrooms, there's mm. no fucking, I wouldn't believe them. Like, no, no way. Because I had a, clo- I, back then I, I had, I wouldn't say a completely closed mind, but it wasn't, a lot different to how I am now where I'm starting to mm. see things what they really are and listen to alternative points of view and I think not just for the elderly but everyone in general can benefit from that mindset that well man you, you said like there's a there's there's a there's a stubbornness there's a reaction or for a lot of elders there's a flaccidity you know they're just completely apathetic and you know the the, the quality of the sage you know that that person that's like they've gone through however many dark nights of the soul and they've emerged and they've just got that tenacity about them because they've had the jing the chi and the shen in order to go through that transformational cycle they're not just re- relying on one part of the cycle in terms in, in order to find an identity. They keep on going through. They allow themselves to become new. And, and eventually you become, you know, you get used to that cycle. And when you, you know, sometimes, you know, you imagine I've kind of started to train myself now. You watch these, you know, like these little kids come through with these opinions. And I'm like, okay, I've, I need to have, have the capacity to do two things right now. First of all, stay open and listen to these new ideas. And second of all, sometimes I can so blatantly see that they are, I can see the part of the cycle that they're in. I can see them 
um, stuck in a particular way of thinking, I know that I can like argue, I can argue, like run rings around them if I try mm. and argue them, but I also respect the stage in their development that they're at. And I don't, and like, and the sage can just wear that little cheeky grin and it can be water off a duck's back in the sense of just like, cool. Yeah, you go, you think, you think that that's, that's great. That's great. I don't I need, mind. I need to it get doesn't... to that place at time then. Cause you know what? I, I do spend probably 90% of my time not caring what other people say about certain things. And it doesn't come from an, it doesn't come from a, a place of pride or ego. If, if I say something and someone responds back to it with a different point of view, you know what, providing that it's, there's two types of people. There's ones who will give you an alternative point of view, but with logic behind it and happy to discuss it. Then there's other people mm -hmm. that just say you're wrong. And they, you know, revert to insults and, and you don't know what you're talking about and this and that. They don't want to provide any factual information or you know, to back up what they're saying. There's those people, mm -hmm. which are the ones that piss me off. Right. Because I get to a point where some people's stupidity and their mindset across the board mm -hmm. bothers me to the point like where I'm like, I know it's not my problem. So how can this person be so fucking naive and, and unwilling to accept any other alternative? Like it doesn't make sense. Their own opinion doesn't make sense. And you can, sometimes That's it doesn't make sense yeah. to themselves, but they just ramble on about what they're hearing. And even if it does not make sense to them, they still don't question it. And it's like, I get to it's a point beautiful now. Beautiful opportunity. Beautiful opportunity there. That's the best thing about relating to Jing. Jing. And Jing is the home of yin and yang within our body and that capacity for yin and yang to dance with you know between each other for us to go you know to to go down and um and and cultivate and um to to heal energy and be be still and be receding and then uh, the ability to come out and be yang and be explosive and get and get shit done what i found is um because i of you know like like you i i definitely enjoy reacting and 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 being gobsmacked by how by how some people um, maneuver through this world mm -hmm. But when, you know, for me, when I really did get to the, to the position where I realized those reactions, that's, I've gone, I've, it's, I've allowed something to get a barb in me and that barb hits the cauldron, which is your kidneys and does leak your jing. And it's a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to go to, to find a way within yourself in order to relate to it, where you, it isn't a fiery reaction. It doesn't feel personal. Um, it doesn't feel, um, vert, you know, like that faux virtue, which I feel all the time. And, and I feel like, you know, I can speak candidly with you and it's because we'll always have these, um, we'll always have these injections and these opportunities. And that's why part of me, like, you know, that's part of me with like why I got into comedy, because I, I people think I have this stubborn conviction about the way that I see the world. I actually don't. I actually enjoy nuance more than anything. And I like being that slight impetus to bring that reaction out of people. So they have the opportunity and catch themselves and go, wow, I really I've, I've really bought into a bit of a dogmatic way of, you know, way of thinking. And that's people who are, you know, that's, 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 you know, people who are pro jabbies and, you know, like and against the jabs and everything, just be like, let's continue to, you know, continue. We can feel it a crusty layer of like, this is who I am and this is my team and there's, you know, and they're wrong. And, and then if you come out of that and you can weave through it and not have that, that knee jerk reaction, even though it feels like relevant at times, because the world seems like the world's going to shit. And the only way that I can, you know, feel okay in myself and sleep at night is if I just go out and spray everyone with my opinions, you know, that's ultimately not going to be a Effective if you look at yourself, you know, what you're moving towards as a 70 year old and 80 year old and 90, 90 year old, there's always arguments to be like, we might not even get to be 80 because I'm going to be putting cans and blah, blah, blah. There's times to get up and like swing the battle axe, but 
it's it really does if you can you know, we can start to get down and feel this what what i'm talking about in this jing we're not going to do it in a podcast i've watched it for over 10 years now i've had my business if you can maintain conviction fine if you can maneuver and allow that impetus uh, that that input to be your medicine and not react to it accept it move it allow you know allow like you know, allow the mm. venom to move past you and then you know can and then very consciously um I, I like i fucked up yesterday i didn't do it i had like knee-jerk reactions to something you know yesterday on online been very fun but i'm i feel the hangover and it, and, it, yeah. and it leaks me it leaks me and, and i and i and i get a little bit anxious i know what are, I've you done it to your, then, are you referring to your memes and the shit you've been posting on your stories yeah a little bit like just yesterday oh, like bro, I, yeah, I, listen, I but I, that's fucking they were hilarious I, I find I'm, I'm very happy with that one. It was it was more how it was more I what I what I do enjoy is putting out the bait for myself mostly, but putting out the bait for people to get that little that reaction and then go, come on, now let's find center. Now let's yeah. find nuance within this conversation. And what a beautiful opportunity that you've been activated and reacting. You've been reacting to this. There's a you know this is your opportunity to evolve because that reaction and that hysteria. Um, that disgust in what's going on, it leaks you. It leaks your jing. It takes you away from your sovereignty and it makes you grab hold of some kind of form of identity, some external identity or mob. There's a mob, there's a mob identity right there. I'm gonna like, or like, you know, the, mm. just the, the mainstream narrative, I'll grab onto that. This like really far out conspiracy, no, no, that's it. I'm right, you know, like, and I can get these guys have conviction. I'm going to grab onto that conviction. I'm going to use that to form identity right now. It's really disempowering. And it makes you fucking boring, really boring. And you're on eggshells. And that's what most people are ideologically and physically. And so with Jing herbs and these, these this, you know, this basic philosophy, and this isn't about spooking herbs. So I'm going to bring that because I know so often I go too far into the philosophy. I forget to actually talk about the herbs. And then people get annoyed at me afterwards because oh, I've like failed to. But let's say that in that intention and the Jing herbs, the idea is for us to start cultivating that kidney water. And so we're talking about these herbs there, eucomia bark, uh, goji berry, um, cordyceps mushroom, um, uh, dendrobium. There's like there's romania, these beautiful kidney nourishing herbs. What happens when this is quite often the gateway herb? For people when it comes to Taoism, because everyone has maybe reliant on caffeine, um, maybe hasn't been on something with this much intelligence within it, um, this much pure Jing energy within it itself. And then when that system starts getting moving, it impacts you. You go, holy shit, I feel, what is that? What's, what, what do I feel? That's just simply your chi moving. And what happens when your chi moves is this jing energy, which you're born with a certain amount of jing. There's a certain amount of jing that you derive from your parents. And it's said that some, you know, mystery, like dropper of jing comes from the, you know, the essence of the universe is dropping into your embryonic kidneys as your, you know, as you're coming to be as well. So, yeah. But you get that jing from your parents. And then after you're born, bang, you've got then your postnatal jing. And that's the wax that you have of the candle. And that's what you've got to burn through in life. So people with go through with weak jing will eventually have weak knees, weak bones, weak marrow, weak capacity to regenerate within their body because they can't, you know, they don't have the marrow, they don't have the, the 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 energy to go in and you know create new cell matrices so that they can heal from from stuff and and they get reliant on coffee. 
or you know they get reliant on an institution and it's it's really it's it's really the core excess that we that we have within the west is is the excess of the people walking around leaking that jing energy and when you can get onto the jing herbs um i've got like i, I created a jing formula seven years ago after having lots of jing herbs around around you know as uh, and and i'm doing it in a, i'm doing it in a particular way with the Taoist herbs, I, I talked about um, Stamets growing his mushrooms on, you know, on grain, and it's good for clinical settings. It's good for, you know, it's good for mass production of mushroom. But so much magic is lost, and that's what if you go from from having something lab grown, especially mushrooms, you want grown on wood. I'm like, you know, not, and I feel bad because he's like he's the master mycologist, but. Mm. Growing mushrooms on oats and rice and grain is just, it, there's so shit. It's mm. like the quality is so shit. You go back, it's like having, you know, it's like, are we, are we back eating like grain fed meat? You know, it's like, no, yeah. grass. Cause that's what, that's what they eat. So when it comes to sourcing herbs, the way we're doing it, I've been doing it for over 10 years. And the way my mentors have, have done it is you grow it. It's called D-Dow. That's what we're looking to do. Growing these herbs de-Dao, which is another Taoist philosophy, whereas we go back and get these herbs from their original place. That, that text I mentioned, the Materia Medica says, you got to go and get your eucomia bark from this microclimate right in this province. That's what you want to do. And there's a few other specifications in order to have a herb that's, you know, it's got the cosmic download, atmospheric download, microbial download. It's just got that perfect um, micro environment to create the most potent herb that's going to help you to cultivate life, right? And so that's when when you start getting onto those Jing herbs. Like when I started, when I put throughout the Jing formula, like years ago, just like this, it just got this cult following, because this funny concepts, you know, we've got powdered extracts, and so people can control the dose, and it feels a little bit like a food. There's no other shit in there, so you you get the flavor of the herbs. So you're connected to the herbs, you develop a relationship with the herbs. And a lot of people listening, some will find it too, too kooky and others will just be like, yeah, I've had that experience. When you have an experience, um, a, a collaboration, you know, a relationship with a herb and it helps you overcome an illness or a sickness, you know, you, you've mentioned the, the blood pressure thing for you. Or when you, when, when you help it, you know, shift something and cultivate, this is what happens with the Jing blend. People, it, it shifted and people go, my gosh, like, I, I took a, like with those Jing herbs, I don't feel like it was the Jing blend necessarily that gave me the energy. And I don't, it's not like a Red Bull kind of energy I've got. I'm waking up and I've just got the ability and the will to get out of bed, to go and exercise. I've got the will to move through the day and that's my energy. And then you can feel when that starts going down and you go, right, now it's time to rest. There's something so you about it. That's the sovereignty that these herbs can help you cultivate. And then- and, you know, in the beginning, people take the Jing blend and they're like, yeah, I can, you know, I'm getting all this energy back and, you know, this is, this is amazing. And, you know, they take more and they, they, they get that kidney energy cultivating again, which because they've been leaking it for so long, they make it start making lifestyle changes. And some people are often like, oh, I don't want to go off the Jing. What if it, you know, goes away? Like, no, encourage it, get off, it. get off it start feeling that that was actually you the herbs didn't do it you've called you know they've just helped to you know get the chi moving through that was um yours all along it's a really transformative moment for people because that's the the that's the, the name of the game not not having dependence 
you know, yeah. just, you know, been just finding a sustainability and, you know, finding a sustainable, um, harm, um, harmonized way of moving through life that you're not moving towards ex exhaustion and well, then you're not getting two, exhausted. There's, there's two main issues that we face now. One of them is, I guess you could look at it as the consumer and one would be, uh, from the business point of view. So the two major issues we face, one as a consumer is that it doesn't matter what I take. So I get a lot of messages um, asking me what I take and I'm hoping I tell people no issue what I take and why I take it. But a lot of people's response is, how does it make you feel? Do you feel something? And what we do in, the, in this part of the world, especially, is that we want an instant, uh, whether it be a... a Okay, for example, a cup of coffee in the morning. It gives you that instant, which I think a lot of it's uh, mental as well, but it gives mm. you an instant oomph, you know, a can of Red Bull oomph straight away. And we look for an instant hit. And that's in a lot of things, even in, you know, if we go to the doctors and we, we get a medication for something, whether it be an anti-anxiety medication, a sleeping tablet, like we take a sleeping tablet and wait for us to be hit with it and then pass out. We take any anxiety medication expecting that we get a big hit of it and we're no longer anxious. Um, mm. stimulant same thing we expect a stimulant feeling immediately and people chase that immediate reaction and that's how they I think they will you know justify um, or value the product they're taking so if they yeah. go you know what this is good because I felt this immediately or but I have people asking me about the um, the golly gummies that I take the apple cider vinegar um, oh, it gives you energy do you feel it it's like well yeah but not it's not like energy from a coffee or a Red Bull. It's a, it's a sustained energy for a period of time that doesn't hit you hard. It hits you gradually and it's sustainable throughout the day. And the people want that instant, that mm. instant hit. And that's the but mindset. They also don't. They also, they also, they think people want the, the instant hit because they want to feel like they're not, not, they haven't been wasting their money and they haven't been hoodwinked. They also mm. don't want that because they know they've had that a bajillion times before and it hasn't actually had the rubber hit the road in making them feel like they're really moving themselves towards being a badass you know physical energetic and spiritual body when they're older you know yeah. they want they want something that's got some substance that's why like i've grown just i've been doing talks for you know the last 10 years on on mushrooms as i said before they got really popular before these adaptogenic herbs became really um trendy and i've had a lot to do with getting them there in, in Australia, it was a real kind of like when that started, you know, that wave started breaking, everyone was like, oh, geez, that's what Mason's been banging on about for, mm. for all these years. And then from there, like people come and look at my business, which is decent enough now. Um, and I, um, they, they go, well, like, why wow, your marketing spend is so low. I'm like, yeah, it was, you know, just it, because it's a, it's a herbalism of, um, gosh, it's, I don't want, I want people to realize a lot of people take these things and do immediately feel a huge amount of energy. Some people, but remember that we're talking about herbal medicinals, although they are the superior herbs that can be weaved into your life. There are the adaptogens. The adaptogens um, have, a, um, have an, a, an accumulating effect over time. They're non-toxic and they have a non-specific action in the body, meaning we don't exactly know how your you know, immune system is going to it's, is it going to increase in some areas and lower in some areas? It's going to depend on you. That's the nature of an adaptogenic substance and a su superior herb. Some people take ginseng, you know, beautiful tonic herb, amazing. And they go, yeah, I want that hit. And ginseng puts them to sleep. It's like, oh, why? You know, why am I feeling tired? I wanted to say, like, because 
your body doesn't want to be that right now. Your body needs yin right now. And an adaptogenic intelligent substance is going to move you in that direction. People crave that. And there's a certain um, placebo that's activated within you and a certain amount of real known, not, not, you know, there's a, there's a, a faith that, you know, there's, you know, if I talk to someone like say 30 days, but you know, the start of the journey and into it, they're like, okay, so what's going to happen? What's going to, you know, what's going to happen when I start taking medicinal mushrooms and start taking these tonic herbs and how much do I need to take? And they're really analytical about it. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, great. We've got to meet you there because that's where we're at. you're at on your herbal journey. And that's like, that's, a, that's an appropriate place to be. So I'm like, cool. You're probably going to like, let's, what's your intention? Oh, I'm exhausted. Okay. Jing. And what's your other, like, you know, I'm always getting sick. All right. I'm going to put you on like a mushroom formula, like Mason's mushrooms. Right. Um, Okay, cool. So there's the intentions. I'm not going to look at your symptomology because I'm not here to treat you. You know, we're taught, we're looking at something a more, more of an, you know, in, intention, keep you out of that patient mentality as much as possible and cultivate that sovereign mentality. Not the patient mentality is bad. Yeah. I'm remembering, you know, like the people who come to me, they're like take, they're like, you know, going through chemo and want to get onto medicinal mushrooms to make sure that they don't get out the other side of that with no immune system i'm gonna sit in that i'm not gonna be like you know but no then, then connect to that you know fully like you know i want to get you out yeah. here thinking 40 years from now i don't want to think they, they're like yeah great i'm fucking here right now mate and that's what i want that's what i want to yeah. um look at and same with if people are, are, are like um chronically fatigued it's the same deal so get that intention all right cool now let's just get you on it quarter teaspoon you know all right now let's get up you can get your body used to it get up to a half a teaspoon how are you feeling oh should i stop there label says that look if you're feeling it go up and go up you know your body will know what it wants and you go up to a whole teaspoon and then some some people go gosh that's more than enough and other people go my god i'm really this is i'm starting to feel something you know it's really good can i have more and you're like yeah this is why we're not in clinical mode this is why we're in Taoist mode as well because we listen to the body and you, you know your body goes well can i have a jing and the masons twice a day like sure now important for you to listen to your body wanting and craving more also very important for you to be ready to listen when your body says i now i'm not reliant on this and i want to start going back i want to have a break or i want to go to a lower dose remember that these are non-toxic herbs it's the whole reason it's easy you, there's not much shit that can go wrong and if you know things something pops up it's like, oh, great. You, you, you go and use that information to learn something about your body, which you didn't know before, but not much can go that wrong unless you're really sick, you know, really yeah. sick. And you're just like, in that case, you don't start throwing blind, you know, darts blindly at the board. Um, so then, but after 30 days, I talk to that person and I they go, yeah, like some people are like, I felt it straight away, intense energy. Some people go, I wasn't really feeling anything, but then, yeah, I really started noticing a difference in my mood. Or people go, you know, there's people that take, you know, the, the Mason's mushrooms who have had like social anxiety and haven't been able to leave their town in two years. And they come and rock up at a, an expo that I'm at in Brisbane. And they're like, hey, dude, I just took this for like a week. And this is, you know, this is what happened. You know, I'm able to leave. Other people are just like, oh, you know what? I didn't get quite as sick. I got over that, that flu a little, a little bit quicker. Whatever it is, there's a little something that's activated within you that is never going to have been activated with a marketing campaign that talks to your mental logical self. So yeah. those people now they're, you know, they've, they've now that faith and that placebo has been, has been activated. And it's like, you know, you've done it plenty of times with supplements. I'm sure we're like, I don't know if this is real. Oh shit. No, this is, this is, this is legit. These herbs are really legit. This is where like, why I've been able to spread because people are like, Hey, trust me. I get onto this, get onto this formula. Why? I, I don't know. 
I just I just know that you know the, you you need you like you need to be on this one as well. And why like the reason that Superfeast has been able to be so prolific is because we focus on herbalism with a long term, we um long term taking. And so we we extract in a way that is you know it's been done for a long time. It's the way it's the way it's been traditionally done. So we try and I get the, you know as much the entire herb out. I grow it in wild environments, or, or I'm harvesting wild. It's growing on wood, you know, and we're not isolating particular compounds out of those herbs, which are marketable and going to get you know people feeling that hit so that they buy another one because they become reliant on it. We want all the compounds that are yet to be discovered that are working symbiotically in there with the big trendy compounds like the beta-glucans in the, in the medicinal mushrooms. I want all those that people don't know about in there because they harmonize it. And so when people take the herbs grown this way, which is DDAO, is how we, how we, we, we grow and how we, um, and then towards extraction, it's basically reverence for the herb from the moment that you find the spore or the seed and you plant. And it's reverence, don't industrialize. Don't work with big ass businesses, work with independent farmers working in rural areas who are walking a line of tradition. They're not, you know, then they're, they're not in that industrial, um, that colonized mindset. Yeah. From there, all the way through to extraction, tending to that herb and the way that it's extracted unique to that herb. And then that reverence that we have as a company, um, you know, I'm still, I own hundred percent of the company still, you know, like, you know, it's just me and my, my wife running it. And the reverence throughout this entire business that we have in this respect and this, you know, this synergy that we have with the herbs, um, which are, you know, the Taoists called the messengers from heaven. You know, they'd come, they'd come from heaven and teach us how to be greater bridges as humans between heaven and earth, working to collaborate on that huge mission that we're on. Like that when you when you get them that way, that's especially when people are like, holy shit, there's just something about it. Just trust, like, trust me. Just take, you know, just just take take these herbs. Just try, just try these herbs and like, why? There's nothing wrong with me. They're the perfect time for you to take them. So, Jing is when when Jing gets. So you got to be careful with Jing herbs because you start getting really fertile. You start, you know, cultivating libido again. You start, you know, you start you start feeling found. You're strong. It's like you know, it's, these are the herbs to gain your stamina back and gain that strength back. That that knee health, that hip health, that lower back health and start, you know, you start teaming up, you know, that with some, you know, tension releasing exercises through that lower body where you cultivate, cultivate that bamboo like strength where you're bendy and flexible, yeah. but also strong at the same time. And, the, you know, and then you, you start honoring that libido. You don't go excess and just leak your jing all over everyone, you know, through, <laughs> through your sex practice, yeah, but you yeah. start really relating to that you know yourself and you know relating to that fact that that you know that um that proclivity you have towards you know your sexuality is a is a is a, an, a direct link to you know your your health and your capacity for long-term health so your jing's like your longevity then you you know the the second treasure that gives rise to that you got strong jing wax candle bang you got a strong nice i got a flame that's your chi that's your capacity to take, you know, to, to take, um, that's it's metabolism. It's your day-to-day chi. It's your capacity to take breath from food, um, to take breath, take chi from food, from your breath, transform that into your, your Kong chi and your Gu chi and, you know, make that the chi that you operate throughout the day. So that's your skip in your step enables you to stay light. You know, Jing herbs are the ones that help you stay, you know, get cultivate longevity and not age prematurely. Chi herbs are the ones that keep you light and agile 
and tactile, beautiful herbs. Like, and so quite often we'll see someone go from the Jing blend and they'll stop being exhausted and they'll get to a place where they're like, I'm not exhausted anymore. And I feel like I've got the capacity to not fall off that edge. Where should I move? <clears throat> the mushrooms are always there as a day-to-day -day, and a lot of them are chi herbs, but then going onto a chi formula with astragalus, white attractylodes, these beautiful um, white and, and yellow herbs with a you know, slight sweet flavor, pungent flavor to them. Just get in and help you pull, cultivate that energy and circulate energy through your system. So your circulation's good. You know, the way that you're, trans, you know, you're, you're um, regulating your heat and cold distribution, all those things. It's um, you just, you feel, you know, revitalized and you get on those chi herbs, you have that good quality water and good quality food and, and breath practices. That's the, that's the chop wood carry water. And a lot of people fall into that, you know, start taking these chi herbs and they realize, wow, I can see why the Taoists a lot of the time would just, when they're in autopilot, you know, they'll just, they'll just take these chi herbs because that flame just keeps everything going. With strong jing, with strong chi. Oh, hang on. Someone's calling me, even though I've got on airplane. I'm, I'm, I've got to have another piss anyway. So give me two seconds. Oh, yeah, sweet. I'll be sick. Hey, sorry, I'm just in the middle of a podcast, but he's just gone to the... To oh, that's the... it. Um, just confirming, probably don't even need to do it, but I'm um, going to send out that Tiger email today, confirming that it's going to be the same book as last time. That's been off, and I'm just going to rework um, the book that's last time. Um, cool. Yeah, maybe just, you can reference the fact that, you know, it's been so beautiful to see so many people reaching for Chaga during this time, like, worldwide everyone's yeah all righty sweet Alrighty. All right, sweet. So I'll jump um, with that strong jing, wax of the candle. Then you have that nice strong flame, your chi there, bang, lots of light, lots of shen. So shen is the third treasure. And it's kind of like in Taoism, it's the whole point. It's just what I really liked about the the um the Taoist herbs when I fell into them you know versus the Western herbs which are just about you know overcoming little symptoms and little things that were wrong the whole point with Taoist herbs is like these herbs you know the end game is like you being awesome and not being an asshole and you know you being a swaggering old 
funny, able to take the piss out of yourself, self wise as fuck sage, you know, that doesn't need everyone to know about it. So that's you cultivating your, your Shen. So the Shen is the spirit that emerges from the heart when your heart fire chi is flowing through that entire system. So it can be linked with your, um, your personality. You know, some people relate to as, you know, your higher consciousness. It's also just what happens as you cultivate wisdom slowly but surely you integrate lessons through life and so we all can relate to that you know you don't have to be thinking you know yeah. out there spiritually to to realize you know you, you meet someone that's just got like they got they got natural swagger not because they got an ego and they want everyone to know how you know like they want to fonzie it they like you know they just they just have it because they're just badass you know they've just like no they've just learned and you you throw all the arguments at them and they're like they're just unfuckable with they're just like yeah, yeah. yeah no but i'm I've had my experience with it. It's beautiful you having your experience. And here's, here's what I think of the situation. You're like, oh, God damn it. That was like really, you know, they really didn't like give me a wall that I can smash up against there. They just, they, mm. they just, they just like allowed my energy to fly past them and they've stepped into a position where they're no longer in danger and they're just sitting there conviction. And they're also genuinely open to the ideas you're throwing out because they're generally interested in you. I'm just like, this motherfucker's wise. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's Shen. That's what it's, that, that's what, that's the end game. That's what it's like. That's what it's all about when it comes to this cultivation. And that, and that the, the Shen is, you know, the, the, that, that heart, the heart being the emperor, the emperor that sits there at the top. It doesn't actually bloody do anything. Just sits there. The liver sits off to the right. That's the general, the general slash the artist and the visionary. We're in that springtime right now. The general just goes like, you know, like looking at, you know, purveying the land, what resources we got, what campaigns we going on this year all right, that artistry, what's the vision go up, you know, bird's eye view, where am I actually wanting to go? You know, what have I got to learn here? It's savage, but then it's just this, this dreaming, the, the, the liver, the liver spirit, the hun is that that travels through the universe at night, getting that real bird's eye view and, and bringing down the massive um, intent and the massive artistic visioning that you have for where you'd like your life to get spliced in with that hectic practicality of the general <clears throat> that goes this is exactly what we're going to have to do get come back to bloody you know real life peter pan you actually have to grow up a little bit as well but then we'll fly off and be little kids for the rest of our lives at the same time so that's the general sitting at the right making sure that nothing actually hurts the heart but the heart is the emperor and it sits above all the other organs and that the virtues um, each organ um, as the chi flows. And, and this, can, this is the part that can feel a bit fluffy for people with Chinese medicine. We always want to bring it back to our Taoism is all, is all about what you perceive and what you can perceive within your own body. And it's important to remember that. And there's just, you know, certain little generalities that they throw out. And one of those things are is through each organ system, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a, the opportunities thrown out, you know, there's particular ways of feeling that emerge when the chi is, you know, not, not having that transformation between yin and yang. So in yeah. the liver, you know, if you don't have a full-blown capacity to transform between yin and yang energies and have that liver energy flow, then you're, you're possibly going to bump up against like rage, frustration, um, anger, um, frigidity as well is another one that can kind of like, you know, like, and so, you know, it's not for that kind of, that kind of frustration that, that emerges, but at the same time, there's an opportunity. If you can use that as a catalyst, as we've always said for you to take it internal, do what you need to do to get that chi moving or to get those emotions moving, then naturally through the other side of that, if you spend, you know, 10 years looking at your anger and feeling it and feeling, you know, 
you know, for me, it's like, look, I'm like my father just passed and it's got like, I'm really still deep in that process of feeling like, you know, feeling his frustration and the frustrated, the frustrated patterns I've got from him. And, you know, I talk to them, I've, I've done a lot of, you know, I've looked at it in plant medicine when I used to do that and looking at, you know, in therapy now, I'm looking at it in my meditations now. I'm not trying to fix myself. I'm just watching, watching slowly. I'm getting, I'm getting somewhere. And naturally, if I get somewhere, it's, you know, like, and then, you know, then, then a virtue of some, some description does arise, you know, whether it's, you know, some like, you know, a bit of patience and, you know, a bit of acceptance and not one that I just do because I read it in that Urquhart Tolley book. I just like, it's, I'm like, oh, it's general. I can't get that out of me. I'm just like a little, I'm just that little bit more patient. And you look at yourself sometimes you're like, oh man, a little man's growing up, you know? And I'm like, and then I, and that's, that's what, you know, that, that's the Shen that that cultivation of wisdom that you know that and so you know there's then there's shen herbs that we we use and they're the special ones i like to you know i really like scattering them all over the place we start now this is you know we start moving towards you know reishi mushroom you know the mushroom of immortality you know that's the one that helps people become you know become bloody sages the one people you know reishi mushroom sometimes is just that bang it just gets people's nervous system calm down enough gets them feeling strong not subconsciously threatened because their immune system's so weak gets their immune system cranking up that they settle into themselves and all of a sudden they see things a little bit more clearly they just like they just see that they're you know they're not just some some statistic or number or you know clogging a um clogging a in a in a machine and they go yeah. oh, and so they you know attribute a lot of like you know spiritual awakening which i think is something much more practical but a lot of people do they see a, like it's a, a spiritual herb it's a shen herb um in the shen formula we've got it's like you know these the, the herbs of happiness the herbs that help you bring a calmness to the heart is you as you get a flow of chi through the heart you get to regulate your heart and that spirit your shen gets you know like gets to gets to comfortably sit around that fire so you imagine that fire your heart there and that system is the fire running through your body if it's running too hot right you know so you're too you're agitated and you're anxious or if it's too low you know you're getting depressed and down and you can't you know you, the twinkle in your eye starts to go away is the first sign that your shen's starting to demise right yeah. and so if that if you can start being able to have a meditative practice, you know, if you start really regulating what you, what information you allow into your life and regulating how you react to that energy and start becoming, you know, like protecting that shen, protecting that fire. Don't let kerosene get thrown on, you know, on your fire from external, from media, you know, so that it rages. And then all of a sudden your spirit's gone. It's like, I can't be around. It's too hot. Or likewise, people that just, you know, apathy is the glove in which evil slips its hand. They become apathetic and they have no injection of anything, you know, no engagement, knows nothing. There's no fuel getting thrown on their fire, no passion. Um, therefore, the spirit's like, I'm cold. I can't, I can't live here in your house. And that's why this is what, and, that, and that's, that's why it's such a, for, for herbal, for, for herbal um, philosophy to, to be talking about these concepts. And then for, for me to watch, these herbs work in collaboration with people at times in their life, you know, going from people just wanting to, you know, they just want to be able to get guys just want to get hard again. A woman just wants to be able to get wet again. Right. Yeah. And so that leads them particular herbs and then they get that and then they go, Oh, cool. You know, now I've actually just like, I've got to focus on my immune system. I don't want to get sick as much. And then, yeah, okay, cool. They work on the, with medicinal mushrooms. And then at some point they, they're like, oh, I really, and now I can feel my journey moving to really towards the, um, the cultivation of my capacity to be able to regulate the fire within my heart. So that, that, that part of me that feels really me 
can continue to come through and I can gain, gain a greater relationship with it. And of course they're doing a multitude of things, but the Shen herbs become relevant for them at that point. Um, I just think that's cool. I think it's really cool that that's, you know, that that's even, you know, possible to have that conversation with herbs. And then for me to watch, it's been a lot of people now I've watched get on the herbs and a lot of people have very, very transformational um, experiences at, the, get, at the very get on the herbs. Yeah. On herbs on the, on these, on these Taoist herbs. Oh, is you that know, like, like a get on like, the, I thought you said watch, okay, that you watch Get on the Herbs. I thought you were referring to a, some documentary or show called Get on the Herbs. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, no. No, when they get on the herbs and they have a beautiful um, relationship in the beginning. But, you know, that's also like when you meet a friend for the first time and you meet that person at the party who's like full of life and you love them and you want to be around them. and um, Or it's like the beginning of a relationship. And it's all exciting and oh, I'm getting all this energy or that, you know, Shen's like, you know, helping me, you know, move through like this, stage of anxiousness and really you know remove that anxious whatever it is but then you know naturally if you can get four years into that relationship um and you know and you know continue to you know fall more in love or just you know get like five years into that friendship and you start getting really um you know really authentic and vulnerable with that friendship it's when the good shit starts to happen it's the same with herbs and with, with these Taoist herbs and with the practices that come along with them and so you can see the, the decolonization of the mind is embedded within the, the approach that we're, you know, that we're offering. And it's a nature-based approach. Where's the proof? Where's the studies? They're there. Go and look at them. Whatever you need to do to get engaged to begin with. Um, but just we're, it's, it's, we're waiting for you for when you do arrive at this place where you don't need that, like that mental, you know, mental rub and tug in order to engage and get justification for engaging with whatever it is. But, you know, in yeah. this instance, like um, Taoist herbs and medicinal mushrooms, and you can arrive because you've matched something external to do, which, cause it, you know, cause it, um, it matches something, you know, an internal intention that you have for you and your life. It's very different. That's coming back into the natural the it, it teaches you this and it goes on for years and decades you know how to how especially at the moment so confusing where is the natural and then where is that colonized synthetic right and you can not that not that it's like a, a good or bad necessarily but you know in order to really i feel for a lot of us to find that that ev that personal inner evolutionary path and that you know that alchemical path that leads to the you know, the ever elusive, like embodied happiness can't take it away. You know, you need, you need a, a you need a dominance of the natural in your everyday life. You can't do. go in. Yeah. And that, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily just relate to herbs and, and, and mushrooms and all the other good shit that we know we should be having. It also comes back to your mindset. You can make a few simple changes in your life with things you do. Like what I do now, when I first started posting on social media, what do you call them? Trolls, troll accounts. I refer to anybody that's a troll. It doesn't necessarily have to be a fake account, but just anybody that comments on your stuff, not really offering any constructive criticism. It's more insults and, you know, finger pointing. Mm -hmm. And those people now, I just block, right? Do you know how good that is? Where do you, where do you get someone who might say something? You might post something and go, I had one the other day when I said, you know, um, what's the best thing you've done for your mental health? I think you, you've probably seen that. And some guy commented and goes, being able to tell you that you're a fuckwit, right? So, okay, I had a bit of a giggle to myself and then I blocked him, right? Because I don't want to, I don't want people like that around. I don't want people, because not only will I see it, but how many other people, I, I probably won't see it. I don't see a lot of them comments, but other people will. And they get other people uh, emotionally 
invested in that comment and they fire back at him and it's not good for anybody. So, you know, we're talking about the, in your case, mushrooms and the medicinal side of it, but also, as I said, just making small changes in your life, whether it be, I can't have friends that are toxic. I can't. So if I've got friends that are always, oh, you know, poor me, um, the world's against me, you know, this mm. person I'm hard done by, I can't associate with people like that anymore. I can't do it. I can't be around negative people. Sure, there's definitely times where, you know, being negative is probably the right response to a certain situation initially, but it's, it's important not to sort of be on that point for too long and try to maneuver around it. And like what I see you do and what I do a lot of is that I just sort of turn shit into something comical. So I post funny memes about something or take the piss out of somebody that's, oh, it's funny. And it's, it's not just slandering somebody and, and you know, and, and you know, find, try and find some um, comedy in things because it makes everyone happy, right? Comedy is huge for that. You can get your point across, but get it in a crossbow way. It's not too offensive. I'm not, not too um, offensive. So you're not attacking it. You're, you're sort of, you're doing it in such a way people are still getting your message, but, it's non-confrontational, right? So yeah, that's what I'm starting to do a lot of. And I do need to get into, I did try meditation um, a few years ago, but never got, um, never got into it. And that's probably, I, I was very distracted and I was doing it off my phone and it was just, it was distracting in general. Um, I'd love to get back into that because I do know that I, I did get some benefit from it. Like I was a lot calmer, uh, like mm. immediately. Um, and that seemed to last for a while. Um, so I did get some benefit from meditation, but I'd love to get back into that again. And just, you know, it's so important to get as close to natural as you can, whether it be through spending a lot of time outdoors, which I love doing, which I try and get across to people as much as I can get outside mm -hmm. as much as you can, um, you know, and eating as close to people get so involved in diets. I'm on this diet, paleo diet. I'm on keto diet. I'm on this diet, that diet. Just, you know, what? I like to think back to how would I eat and live a thousand years ago? And stay as close as practical. It's not that easy nowadays, as we know. Everything's commercialized and it's it's quite difficult. But mm. try your best to get to as close as that as you can. Um, and, and I think that goes a long way to improving your overall mentality. You feel better. You're more energized. You feel one. You feel content. There's a difference between happiness and contentment. So I like to say happiness is like an instant rush where, you know, you get 10 grand deposit in your account for no reason. Like, fuck, how good is this? Lots of 10 grand. And that's happiness, right? But it's not long lasting. Like the next day, the, you'll be over it, right? Whereas if you go out, like I like to go probably once or twice a year, ideally, down to Lake Conjola, down the New South Wales, South Coast, where beautiful spot, huge lake there, cabins surrounded in, you know, by trees and kangaroos and ducks and birds. And it's just so peaceful. Mm. That's contentment. Well, you can stay there for weeks at a time and you're not stressed. Like you don't think about anything else. You think about you're in the moment and you're content. And that's what we all need to try and get to a place of contentment where we're always content with our environment, our choices, our circle. And a lot of what you're saying, you can definitely integrate. Well, it belongs a, um, a part of that. Um, and, and I don't know if you've got any opinion on, on life cycle mushrooms. Um, I heard a lot not of good things. I, not that I say, not that I talk about publicly. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I've, I've heard a lot about them um, and I started taking them a few weeks ago. Um, do I feel anything? No, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're not working. Just like you're aware of, it doesn't necessarily mean they're not working. 
mm. um, initially. But, you know, just I find that the more something's commercial, okay, it's good to get the message out to people. It's good for people to be aware of this. But at the same time, it can be detrimental because what happens, you have these companies jump on, and I'm not, I'm not referring to Lifecycle in particular, just across the board. You get, you know, these big corporations in, involved in it when they find out there's a benefit to it and they commercialize it. And yeah, I call, I call that a, I call that a two-minute noodle. Yeah, that's right. Mate, you see a lot of that. And, and then, like, people often say, look, I looked up the benefits of, um, yeah, only the other day, of Shaga and, and mm-hmm. the, the medicinal properties of that, unbelievable. And not only is it unbelievable, man. Chaga's the big, the big badass grandfather of the medicinal mushroom kingdom. Man, like the stu- and they did post links to studies. And when I was reading them, I'm like, why in the fuck is this not being spoken about in the open? Why the fuck is I mean, it on the news every night? Like it should be on the, the news every is, night. Every night. So, well, this is this is the whole point. I had the I had the anti jabby pe- um sorry the pro jabby people like come after me uh, five years ago when I I toured someone you know who um in in other in other areas was would would talk about jabs um but we weren't talking about on this tour but somehow a mother's group jumped onto us said you know all of this whole tour was all anti uh, you know anti this and anti that um anyway so we had like i had the, the telegraph and you know you know all of the, all of them just come come after and us and me in particular and any other business would you know that was um who was sponsoring the event and i'd said when the no jab no pay thing came up with um for single mothers mm. i was like look guys i i've like i understand your bureaucratic minds um and approaches why not that and look at the data around microbial diversity in the gut and we know that there are prebiotics and ways of eating and procedures that can be done to take up the foundation of the immunity in you know, our inflammatory responses up, you know, and, and across the population, you know, it doesn't take that many billions for us to do it and make, make it, um, uh, make testing free of everyone's microbiome. And the data is crystal clear that if you take up certain strains and get other strains down, then you are going to see the entire population better at, um, better at handling infections. You're going to see less leaky gut, you're going to see greater capacity to, you know, make sure that you don't go pro-inflammatory when you have a cheeky little virus come in, hit your respiratory cells, stop that apoptosis from happening, and then instead just produce its little babies and go, you know, inflammatory response, you know, cytokine, and yeah. just like create this false explosive event where your immune system's like, what the fuck's going on? Is that us? Is that them? Is that, I don't know, just yeah. go and just go destroy, destroy, destroy. And so like that's, and, that, and that's, you know, like same with medicinal mushrooms. I was like, why not? And have, you know, a standardized, probably not mine, is ever going to work for in that instance, because mine are, you know, like a, a minor niche, I don't have an endless supply. But that's when that's when the lab, the lab ones that would grow in lab ones become become handy. You know, you can't get you know, the way to, to give like to the entire medical system, which will happen eventually, you can't use wild wood like I use. I and mean, there's just not enough of it. But there's other companies doing it really well. Why not do that? Like and reishi for for these for these kids? Why not? And? If, the, if we're following the data and the science, and so I just came up with that, but they took that and they just had all these hit pieces on me writing, you know, Mason Taylor says that um, children should take reishi mushroom instead of vaccines. 
And so I went through that. <laughs> we, we, we went we went through that stage. But naturally, as you as you know, there should be, um, you know, there should like it's something like Shaga with like preliminary data coming out. But even if it's preliminary data, around, you know, connected to COVID, which I, I don't I don't use it. I'm not I'm not good with, you know, I like I read studies. I've, you know, we've got people around me that really know how to interpret them. But I'm not going and researching the, you know, the journal. I'm not researching the people that decide whatever. But it's nice. That kind of gets out what's obvious is the um, the data when you take a medicinal mushroom and there's a this is the this is the whole point of medicinal mushrooms and why they're getting so important right now as well as all the other beautiful natural medicines that are coming up that just beyond the doubt clinically we know that they are fucking boss in mm. general and so why you know but you know we all we all know this you know why are we not talking about the obesity um epidemic that's you know that's driving all this but why are we not talking about the fact that everyone has flabby western white bread immune systems why are we not talking about the fact that we why why are these people getting so inflamed and those others aren't because that's this the strain of that bacteria in their gut is um is you know is, is risen due to their lifestyle versus this person that isn't and it's, you know, and you can give fiber supplements in particular pro, probiotic and prebiotic supplements that across the population um, would, would annihilate, you know, the, the, the intense um, discrepancy we have there. But uh, we should have the awareness that Shaga is one of the most badass potent medicinal mushrooms. And it's because that reishi, maitake, cordyceps, they're immune modulators means you know that's why like right now we're starting to pierce with medicinal mushrooms and autoimmune conditions and it was just like you know jolly bloody monocle having doctors you know for years going no you never never take an immune herb when there's autoimmunity don't you know it's so dangerous it's like fuck you you haven't looked at the data you haven't looked at the science and you haven't spoken to any of your progressive physicians, you're just going, you're just towing the company line. You're just given what you like, what you're fed, and you're just putting people on immune suppressants when they've got an autoimmune condition, which is really great in the beginning. And what a what a gift that we have them in order to do it during those acute stages. And then you are so irresponsibly just leaving them on there, defenseless with just a fucking immune system that's been dropped, not realizing that, oh, wouldn't you know it? There's nuance when it comes to something like autoimmunity and some parts of the immune system you want to be bringing down. And at the same time, other parts of the immune system want to be going up. How do you restore that? intelligence it's not through your drug it's not through you and your clinic and so that's their ego running out of control and not wanting to admit that there's other um, areas and other ways to approach things and and I, I you know and I and I and I be mindful because people aren't ready to go and just you know you shouldn't just be going and taking medicinal mushrooms if you have an autoimmune condition and just smashing yourself and just going going blind you and I'm, I'm not just saying that like and winking you should not you it like this is a, it's a reason why I have naturopaths um, acupuncturists, nonstop um, doctors on my podcast, nonstop, because Taoist herbalism is a herbalism for the people. It's a folksy herbalism. These are the herbs you can to bring into your lifestyle and your life when you're not an expert, right? And they're safe and you can do some cultivation and it gets at, at times you train with training wheels and at other times you're on a rocket ship in terms of what you can achieve for you and your family's health with them. But when you're dealing with like disease states and symptomology, it's out of your, it's out of your fucking, like out of, out of your jurisdiction, mm. you know, to an extent, go and do your research and find someone that wants to get the sovereignty back over to your hands as well. 
But why is something that is an approven immunomodulator not on the news every night? Shaga, astragalus, even just Chinese medicine is just like everyone should be on ginger and everyone should be on licorice in order to um, in order to prevent extreme infection, augment the spleen, bring a warmth to the spleen, you know, stop the cold invasion that they're seeing, you know, through you know, what's going on with what's called COVID and that's just like, that's an obvious one. Also your wee chi, your surface immunity, the chi herbs we were talking about, they're like, yeah. everyone needs to have strong wee chi, surface immunity, phagocytic activity. So that's the chi herbs, that's astragalus. We know, we know that. That's the medicinal mushrooms. That's the reishi, the shagas, the lion's manes. These things are bad ass. They are mm. fucking bad ass. And I bet you, you would find that there's some lowering of the severity if you kind of like, if you got your head um screwed on correctly i often joke about you know you know superman bizarro you know the opposite you know yeah, like yeah. The, the bizarro pandemic um i've you know done a skit like a while ago i need to get back into it where do, if i'm the i'm the bizarro prime minister I'm, I'm doing this during this whole thing i'm making everyone take their daily reishi maxine right mm. every day you need to be taken you know it's, it's all on us it's all free how long will you do it are you going to be able to keep up this You're like absolutely have you seen what we're spending money on Oh, I'm like, I'll, I'll give everyone reishi and, 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 and like all these immune modulators for the rest of their life. I'll give you the rest of your life. That's why, that's why we live in this beautiful, abundant society. That's what, that's what should be happening. And then we should have free testing to make sure that no one's running around with stealth infections. So stealth virus infections, bacterial infections, because that is a disaster waiting to happen when so many people are walking around with kind of like, you know, like with maybe like a stealth Lyme infection or you yeah, know yeah. something like that. And there's many others who talk about it excessively. But if people are walking around with that, then it's a ticking time bomb because all of a sudden you've got multiple infections coming through. It's the same what happens with flu every year. You know, you're just, you know, you're not going to be in a, in, a, in a place where you can handle it. So why not make that testing free? Why not make bacterial pro, um, profiling free for every single person? I don't personally do it that much. I don't like, you know, but it's like, it's so obvious that if you get, if you get, if you make it a goal that within five years, every we want to make sure that everyone's bacterial loads within their gut is 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 back to the indigenous um, bacteria, so that you have those foundations. That's where we are just hollowing out this shell of health. This is where I can just see I'm Neo looking through the matrix as many people are right now. Not just not, but not getting panicked. Just seeing the inevitable path that we're on by relying on these single pharmaceuticals it is actually the fucking stupidest thing you could be doing in this instance and there are so many other cultures and countries that are just like even if it's slight but some of them going in you know quite considerably going we need to get our act together when it comes to our health because we are susceptible and we're working we're walking on eggshells because they're actually engaged our politicians are not engaged they know that they've got a short life cycle when it comes to their political career and they're trying to set themselves up some of them care but even they're trying to play in this fucking weird dystopian stadium of what it means to be responsible and like just like what it means like the the fact that the health department even has health in the in the in their title is a travesty it is so blatantly obvious it's so blatantly obvious and that's why i'm like really i'm i'm feeling really content not like i can't and never would make particular claims 
around the infection, you know, the COVID infection and what I do. But my gosh, I'm really grateful that for the last 10 years, I've been spruiking sovereign immunity and sovereign health and cultivation of a health, um, a, a culture of health within one's life and families in your family's life. Because it's put me in a position where that satisfaction you're talking about, I feel really satisfied about my choices. And, you know, there's like, it, it's so obvious. Everyone knows. We saw, buddy, early 2019 Fauci, you know, talking about, you know, how to handle infection. It's like, you know, it's like hydration, you know, the things you don't think about sleep. It's like, yeah, you, he, he fucking knows it. You know it. You know yeah. it. You all know it. And it's, but it's, it's just, it doesn't get them that, you know, they, if they, if they go and tell everyone we're, we're going for this, this little, this, this short burst, like it's like the caffeine, it's like the mm. short, it's like the Red Bull of getting, getting praise, this short burst of like hitting this target of 80% versus doing the, the thing that has substance and actually starting to, you know, to, to bring in something, you know, something new, something where you're actually working in reality in cultivating something that can be measured in people, which is actual health. They just, they're just going for that short burst and they just, and they just live off the praise. They're just, just that short egoic little praise. Everyone loves this, this new savior identity and they love the adversity. And then they just love the, the pocketed, you know, the pockets of opinion and, and they can get angry and point the finger at everyone else. Um, I just, I mean, it's, I'm feeling really, I, I personally, I'm feeling really satisfied with my choices and I've been able to watch like that call that interrupted our call before that was us getting, you know, we've, we've been out of Shaga for a little bit. And so, because searches for Shaga have gone up 190% in the last month because people wow. are doing their own research and connecting for themselves where what they should be on what they should be taking and what they should be doing and some people might be knee-jerking going oh my gosh this this might be the thing that saves me because they're in a panic mindset the good thing about getting herbs of this caliber is eventually you just feel some good shit and you doesn't matter you might not you don't necessarily have to feed that that panic you actually get in and you start turning some lights on in the immune system the beta glucans and other compounds within these medicinal mushrooms are really magical they're high weight they're high density and so they bypass the digestive process of the stomach and so then they get into the small intestine and they act as prebiotics beautiful prebiotics mm. are those indigenous bacteria that we want amazing but then more even amazing is that there's um, receptor sites within the um, within the intestines that are perfectly designed for these compounds within the medicinal mushrooms compounds almost like it was designed for them and it is designed for them because those those receptors are for those um, that fungi that is um, to, de to to detect that fungi that is um, uh, parasitic to us but the mushrooms also the, the these tonic mushrooms these superior mushrooms have that same structure that fits into that immune cell that um that macrophage cell and hits it and so it hits like oh ding, 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 little alarm going off but it doesn't go down the process of them being parasitic what it does is it goes in gets into the deep immunity and it gets digested by that um that immune cell and then that immune cell shits out all those little fragmented pieces and then oh wouldn't you know it those mushroom um, fragments are perfectly sized to hit further receptor sites within the immune system what happens when you hit a receptor site and activate a receptor site does it stimulate no it turns it on so the intelligence of your immune system begins to get turned on and all of a sudden you've got regulation going through the roof and this is something that happens 
instantly when you take medicinal mushrooms. This is where my other, you know, my other joke is if everyone to get into a club, I kind of think I got to get onto it at some point, but this skit, you know, you get like someone walking up to a club, you know, going, all right, you know, hey mate, um, come on, I'm gonna have to do your live blood and live blood analysis before you head in there. Nah, man, no, nah, I've got an exemption. No, 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 Emperor Prime Minister Mason's said you can't pull that bullshit anymore. Need to get your live blood analysis to make sure that you've taken your mushrooms and your other immune modulating compounds to make sure you're gonna be a handle infection. You're not just gonna become a stealth carrier. You're not gonna become one of these people that you know doesn't have an immune system, irresponsibly doesn't take what's given to you and do what you need to do in order to have an immune system, so that then you go and become. Um, a burden on the medical system that is, you know, all these poor nurses having to deal with people like you, live blood analysis. Come on, mate. Like that's like, yeah. that, that's with, like, like, great like, idea. <laughs> yeah. What, what I, you know, what I don't like, I don't like the fact that, um, you know, the people that are, have made the decision to not receive this jab, they're the ones getting blamed for the hospitals, the hospital system. You know, we're going to bear capacity because the people that don't want to get vaccinated, it's your fault. Bullshit. Yeah. No, it's not. Sure, some of them maybe they don't live a, a good lifestyle, but you know it's not anybody's fault. It's the government's fault for not for not promoting the lifestyle, not promoting yeah. these things that are is so important. Like they're after Western medicine, definitely has a place in our lives. Definitely huge place, life saving, life saving. Yeah. Right, insulin, incredible, great example. Like there's yeah. some antibiotics in certain cases, great. There's many, but. They should not be, unless it's serious, they should not be the first line of defense. They should not be promoting these drugs as the first line. Like Boris Johnson in the UK come out and said that they're getting these other medications, which are important, but the vaccine will always be the first line of defense. Bullshit. No, it's not. What it's going to be mm. is these other drugs that are being developed. We know the ones we're talking about. Yeah. Are going to be the ones that actually work, right? And then they're going to take a bad goal so the vaccine works. All the vaccinated yeah. people are so Bullshit. And that's what frustrates me. If people want to have that opinion, fine. But, you know, it, you can't... Like, I, had a, I had a woman a few weeks ago, I was walking through Coles um, and she recognised me from Instagram. Now, without being rude, the, the, the lady was probably... Oh, I could tell you now, she was probably about 5'6", five, 5'7", five, would have been about 140. Right, so she's a big woman. Hmm. She's talking to her friend or whoever was with her out loud, I can obviously knew I could hear her. She's bad. Oh, that's the guy that doesn't want to get the COVID vax. That's the guy that says that we're all fucking idiots. She's going off her head. This woman, and I shit you not, is walking through Coles eating a quiche. Mm, delicious. She's walking through a supermarket. Not only is she not sitting down at a cafe, she's walking through a supermarket eating quiche, telling me that I'm making the wrong choice. Mm. This, the, I mean, this the is mentality like- is so backward that it's like, Hey, do you not fucking see what you're saying or do you not see what you're mm. saying and what you're doing? It's bizarre, the, man. The, the, uh, the potential for a, like a beautiful, inclusive conversation around all of this from a political level, while may, maybe pie in the sky, when you've, when you've got a longevity mindset and even a mindset that can you know, go hundreds of years into the, into the future in terms of you know, seeds that you're planting, um, you can really, you can, you can see why it is useful to within yourself maintain that capacity to talk about something, even though it's not what you want to be doing right now, to talk about it in a way that, you know, brings us together a little bit, you know, just even, just even a tad more. And it is, it's very pie in the sky at the moment to, to want to be, you know, I'm experiencing it as a, you know, as a, um, I've got about around 25 staff 
and just being able to, you know, set that, you know, set that example that, you know what, guys here, you know, you have no obligation whatsoever to even discuss the medical choices that you make. And I want you to know that. And I want everyone to really think carefully before you go and just willy nilly start asking people about, you know, what medical treatments, you know, that they have or they you know their opinions on it while you're in the workplace, because it can put people in very uncomfortable situations. And just that for everyone to be like, oh, that's right. Oh, I don't like, I'm not, it's not like, you know, cause we all, all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, is, is someone one of them on both sides? You know, and then even, you know, like, and it's the same, it's like we, we, we spruik sovereignty and, you know, taking responsibility for your decision and it works both ways. What if someone, you know, doesn't have it and they're going to give me this? All right, well, there's, there's some, you're going through a process there and come and talk to us because you, you no matter what, you know, place that you're at, your process is, is valid and I'd like to talk to you about it and we'll see what we can do to work, you know, working within the values that we have as a company. And likewise, people are like, oh, that have had it, you know, shedding and hysteria and them. And I'm like, if you've got that, you know, you can also take a lot of responsibility for yourself. And if you're concerned about, you know, things happening, then the first place for you to look at is what you can do for yourself. And then if you still have concerns and if you're in a particular part of the process, then come and talk to us and we'll chat to you about it because we don't want anyone to be feeling unsafe as well. And we can yeah. make some accommodations because it's a weird time. That's so possible. That's easy. Yeah. You know Talking what? about like getting people healthy, like mm. as if like th this is the the fact that this is where contracts come into it, yeah. right? You know the fact that the like you know pharmaceutical companies are contractually obligated to their to their um, shareholders to make money, and they mm. get in trouble if they don't, and they if, and if they're transparent about what they're doing and allow some room to move in in like with within the market. And just same with the contract, you can see you can see they're contractually obligated to not mention that fresh air and sunshine is like really legitimately like, hey, let's really break it down to get and just fucking smash that campaign out there for everyone getting yeah. really beautifully topped up on natural vitamin D, get free testing of vitamin D, short-term spells of vitamin D supplementation until you can get to that point where you're, you know, you can cultivate your own through the sun. You know, start, you know, breaking out, you know, breaking out the, oh, what's it like? Oh my gosh, I talk about it all the time. Or like, you know, these, um, you know, not, you know, these natural, these natural sunbathing, you know, like these, it was an ancient, an ancient healing art, heliotherapy, heliotherapy, where, you know, where people go and, you know, there's beds and, you know, you lie, you lie in the sun and you make it a comfortable place. And that's, that's getting your dose of medicine. Why, and why can't we talk about that? Because they're fuddy duddies and because they're under the thumb, you know? So, yeah, you know, we know, no, that's, we know. That's the truth. And you know what? One of the things that concerns me is you have these people that are already vaccinated, which is, again, their choice, fine, no, it doesn't bother me. But when they start saying to me, listen, I don't want you, I'll take it a, a bit personally, not for me, but for the fact that my kids aren't going to get it. My wife's not going to get it, right? So, and that's all their choice. My kids will be different, but my wife, that's her choice, right? Yeah. Now, when you start saying, you're looking at me and my family like we're a fucking problem because we haven't got the jab, you're con you've, you've got it, but you're concerned about us giving it to you and you getting sick still. Meanwhile, you have Maccas four times a week. Meanwhile, you barely leave the fucking lounge. You don't exercise. You don't stand out in the sun. You do nothing for yourself. And you're putting that responsibility on me and my family to protect you. Protect yourself. Yeah. Protect I really, yourself. I, 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 it's a really, I mean, it's a great one to see. Like, I've, yeah, I've, I feel you big time on that. And then it's like run wonderful um, input of energy. And I watch where I, you know, you know what it's like. You watch how you feel about that. And it's a strong feeling. And then 
and maneuvering that energy to become something that, you know, going into the next few decades is going to be like a real beautiful gift for everyone, you know, not something that makes me kind of just live in opposition and, and then leaks my jing. It's like, I, I'm really grateful. You were talking about troll. I got, I got to, I got to run, but um, you were talking about trolls before and I, and I trolls the worst and, and the best. And, you know, some trolls are just the most important part of a fable and a fairy tale. Right. You know, and like, um, and I've had a few people I've dubbed trolls, some of them just tools, like, you know, and you can see that. And that's when you do mm. like, and just like, oh, you're not really, I, I, I can't condone that level of um, flaccidity around your capacity to control yourself right now, please. Just thank you. Come, please come back later when you've really got that under control. Mm. Um, Cause you're just throwing your shit everywhere. Like a tantruming toddler. But when, when sometimes the trolls, the most annoying ones are the ones that have a good point. And I'm like, got me got me i can feel like i can feel it oh my god you're like i am pretty projecty i'm being you know i'm being I, I didn't think about that i didn't think about you know what i like the point i was trying to make there over the years especially over the last 12 years of me going into dogmatic health practices i've been like you know i've really i used to be a raw foodist and a few like you know had a few trolls that just were the best medicine for me and i still uh, like so it's like probably the last thing i'll, I'll leave there in, in terms of cultivating jing if you get one of those good ones that they react you because they got you um you're acting because they got you you know like it's just and i need i need reminders of that all the time and yeah. <laughs> i think i'll just but i'll leave i'll leave it on that one man i gotta I, no I, all good I'm brother listen i appreciate it. it we'll do this again soon um that'd be good we've got a lot more to cover but um yeah been yeah a bit, while, a bit but... more to cover and we can go further into the mushrooms and um yeah i mean there's there's fun protocols you know health protocols to be chat about and yeah anyone you know if, i know i've gone all over the place anyone wants to you know jam you know we've, you can call up super feast you can dm super feast you can email us we're really good in customer service and helping you you know slowly move into um into your into your tonic herbal journey and you know just get on the medicinal mushrooms guys they're really magic especially at this time of life you know mason's mushrooms is good if you don't if you want capsules we've got mushroom mate there as well um another good surface immunity one is the chi blend really great you know shen blend if you're really feeling the anxiousness within your mind and you're really you know mentally really not doing it you know shen's really great and then jing is the one you know if you're exhausted if you can feel you're being reliant to get energy external to one to go for and do, do you have um, some sort of chart or do you have some sort of graph or something that that you've got which sort of break i've got a good down? um I'll send you a, like a new to super feast video and put it in the, in the show notes. Um, yeah. Like yeah. New to super feast is basic. And I might, I don't know if I can send you a code so everyone can get 10% off. We can just make it. Um, what like primer, um, primer pod prime. I mean, is prime that right? Prime, yeah. Prime podcast. That'll be the code. All right, done. And I'll attach your video link to the description of yeah. the, the show. And I'll, when I post it on social media, I'll attach your links in there as well. Mason. Thanks brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. Big love, man. Appreciate all that you do. Thanks, man. Take care.